0: Welcome to the Retirement Planning Guy podcast, a show designed to help retirees and pre-retirees live an awesome retirement. Your host is Jim Martin, financial advisor and author of The Retirement Playbook. Jim discusses ideas, strategies, and techniques to help you live your ideal retirement. So sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show because we begin right now.
1: What is a Roth IRA and is it right for you? That is what we're talking about on today's episode of the Retirement Planning Guy. Folks, my name is Jim Martin. This is the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. I'm with you on this journey to help you plan well and retire awesome. And a Roth IRA could be the cornerstone of an awesome retirement. And we're gonna talk about all the little known facts, the ins and the outs of the Roth IRA, so it can help you make a decision if this is the right kind of savings vehicle, investing vehicle for you. But before we get started, let's go through some disclosures. I just want you to know, and my attorneys want you to know, while we take every effort and make every step to ensure the information on this show is accurate, mistakes can happen. This show is for education and informational purposes only. So before you take any action, always make sure you talk to a qualified financial advisor, a CPA slash tax advisor, or an attorney. Again, before you take any action, make sure you consult with those experts. All right, let's talk about the Roth IRA. Now, a little known fact around the Roth IRA is I remember exactly when the Roth IRA started. See, if you went back in the annals of my history, when I got into this business, the retirement planning business, I worked for a bank. It was called First Union Bank. And anybody on the East Coast probably remembers First Union a little bit. It was uh, headquartered in... Charlotte, North Carolina. And I remember when they were bringing this out, it was a really big deal. Back in 1997, there was a law passed. I think it was like the Taxpayer Relief Act of 97. And there was a senator by the name of William Roth. And William Roth, I'm sure this is his legacy. I don't know anything about him other than his name is forever attached to the Roth IRA. But he was the, uh, the signature person on the bill or floated the bill. I don't know really how the Senate works, but that's essentially how it worked and it got his name. But First Union Bank decided to make a big push in a Roth IRA. So I remember sitting in an eight-week training class to learn everything there was to know about Roth IRAs. It was new and it was fresh and it was exciting and boy, I learned a lot about these guys when they first came out. And not a lot's changed over the last. So I don't. I'm not going to date myself, but not a lot's changed over those last twenty plus years. Uh, but let's talk about what it is, so you understand. Now, number one, a Roth is not an investment. This is one of the misconceptions that exist in the world. They say, oh, uh, you know. I'm gonna invest in a Roth IRA. Well, no, the, the Roth is the vehicle, it's kind of the shell. And then you have to choose the investment. Now remember, just like a traditional IRA, you can have any investment you pretty much want inside of a Roth. You can have mutual funds or stocks or bonds or annuities or gold or silver or fill in the blank for the rest of the stuff that's out there. So you can invest in a lot of different things. What most people know about a Roth is pretty simple. And this is probably the biggest part of it is your earnings grow tax-free, okay? So let's let's really focus on that just for a second. What that means, are your earnings grow tax-free. That means if you put $100 into a Roth and you double your money in eight years or 10 years or however long it takes you, and now you have $200, your earnings are now tax-free. That is super cool, guys. There is no other investment out there that earnings grow tax free. I just I don't know what else is there is that you can get tax free, tax free money from an account. It's really cool. So that's one of the reasons why the Roth is so popular. I look we're a smart investor pro at our in our firm and Dave Ramsey is a, uh, you know, that, that's a, the, the affiliation with old Dave. And, and Dave talks about Roth IRAs all of the time, and he's a big proponent of them, and and rightly so. Because, look, if you think taxes are going to go down over the next, you know, 10 or 15 years, I have some oceanfront property in Arizona that is for sale right now. Look, we have 20 plus tri- $24 trillion in debt. We went through this coronavirus stimulus package and have spent trillions upon trillions of dollars. If you think debt's going down, well, you know, lay off that sauce if you will. Now, you know, maybe taxes go down, I, you know, I'm not a fortune teller, but I would say they're gonna go up and that makes the benefit of having tax-free dollars even more appealing to many people. So that's why the Roth IRA, it's so exciting for people because they get to hear that tax-free, I like that idea a lot because most people feel like they're paying too much in taxes. So, you know, if you can pay a little less, money in taxes by having some tax-free buckets look it could work for you but i want to make sure that you know you know a couple things number one again the roth has been around the block it's been around for a long time so that just means that the irs has dealt with it people understand it law is out there uh it's pretty much locked in stone on what it is at this point so again important to know that earnings grow tax-free here's the other kicker though this is the important part when you make a contribution to a Roth, they're not tax deductible. So when you make a contribution to a 403B or a traditional IRA or a 457, remember when you make that contribution, you can actually deduct that on your taxes, generally speaking. If you if you meet the criteria and you're not some huge income earner, generally you can you can deduct that on your taxes. Now a Roth, it's not the same. When you put $100 into a Roth, that's just money that you've already been taxed on. You don't get any tax break on that. However, again, that's where the growth part comes in is your earnings grow tax-free. So you're, what you're doing is you're, you're playing chess and saying, look, I'd rather pay taxes on these dollars today so I have tax-free growth tomorrow because I think taxes are going to be higher. So just always remember that contributions to a Roth are not tax-deductible. Something really I think it's important to, for people to understand because if you're, if you're used to funding a traditional IRA every year to get the tax break... It could change that up a little bit. So just be really aware of that. The other thing that I think is interesting, not everybody can contribute to a Roth. I know that sounds terrible, but high income earners cannot. So if you're making like 400 grand a year, Nope, can't do it. Now, there they might be something called a backdoor Roth, and I'll get to that in a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about it. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but there might be a backdoor Roth. But for most people, look, there's income restrictions, which means that if you earn, and I'm not going to give those out because they change every year, and uh, you know people, people listen to shows that are, that are months and years old all the time, and I don't want to give numbers that will will inevitably change, but go out and just Google um, you know, Roth contribution limits, and every year it'll change. And all that means is that if you earn a certain amount of money, it begins to do what's called a phase-out, where you can contribute less and less to the point where you're completely phased out and you can't contribute any. So if you're a really high-income earner, you can't contribute to a Roth via the traditional methods. The other thing that I think is important here, just like a regular IRA you actually need what's called earned income. And look, I know you earned your pension and I know you earned your social security, but it's got to be money that you're currently paying payroll taxes on, okay? So you do need to have earned income to be able to contribute to an IRA. Otherwise, you just won't qualify for it at this point. And it makes sense because these are retirement accounts that you're actively saving for and you know, a lot of retirees have a ton of extra money. Now, that doesn't mean you can't do what's called a Roth conversion. And for a lot of people, it makes a lot of sense to take a look at their traditional IRA or their 401k and say, hey, I'd like to convert some of these money into a a Roth. Now, you have to pay taxes on it, but again, you're You're going to pay taxes on your money anyway, and if you think taxes are going to go up, it might make sense to do a conversion. So just important to know what the requirements are or the eligibility requirements for a Roth. Now remember, you you can potentially do a conversion. So if you have a 403B or a 401K or a traditional IRA... It might make sense to do that, but here's the thing. Let's imagine you want to convert $10,000 of your traditional IRA over to a Roth. Well, that sounds great. Just know that you're going to have to pay taxes on that $10,000. You can't do it for free. Uh, You're going to have to pay taxes on it because you're moving it from a pre-tax account to a post-tax, tax-free account. So they're going to tax you on the amount that you move. Not the total balance of your IRA, just whatever you withdraw, whenever you break that veil, whenever you move money out of out of an IRA or out of the qualified status, you will pay taxes. We're not. This is not like doing a rollover for a 401k or a um, an IRA transfer. This is actually changing the titling, the tax status of the dollars, and because of that, there's you know there's some taxes there. Now remember a Roth, the other cool thing is a Roth can really help you have benefits to help you meet other financial goals. You know, with a traditional IRA, you're really locked down. And what I mean by that is you your money's locked in there until you're 59 and a half. Okay? So I think that's a real challenge for a lot of people to understand that if you're 30 and you're going to contribute six grand a year, that you're not going to be able to touch that money for 20 or 30 years. And it's going to create some potentially some hardship for you at some point, or you have to pay a big penalty. The Roth, you can always take out your principal. And I think that's really important to know you can always withdraw your principal. So if you put, let's imagine your Roth account is worth $100,000. Okay. But $30,000 of that are gains and $70,000 are just contributions. You can always withdraw your contributions. Your principal, you've already paid taxes on. The IRS doesn't care about your principal. They care about the gains. You can't withdraw the gains. They need to be in there for five years, which we'll talk about in a second, but you can withdraw your principal. Now for parents, here's, I I love using a Roth IRA for a um for college retirement. Look, I love I've got two two boys. I'm sure they're both brilliant. I'm sure they're going to go to college and do great things. But what happens if they don't? What happens if they get a scholarship or one of them decides to join the armed services or one of them just becomes an idiot and decides not to do it and wants to wants to just I don't know become a hippie in the woods? Okay. You're not going to control an 18-year-old when they want to do that. They're going to make their own decisions. But if you've taken all this money and you've put it into 529s and other retirement savings vehicles, you, you might have to pay taxes or penalties to get those dollars. So a Roth is pretty cool because a Roth actually has some pretty neat withdrawal functions. And I really like it You know, for somebody who they want to save for college, but they're not quite funding fully funding their Roth IRA. Uh, they can use it for this because you can actually withdraw money for for medical expenses, for health health expenses, for first-time home purchase, for birth or adoption expenses, uh, for college expenses prior to 59 and a half. So it gives you a lot of flexibility. I'm not saying you should use your retirement savings for those things, but I'm just saying you can. And it could be a pretty nice vehicle to save it in because again, guess what? It grows tax-free, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So think about it this way. Let's imagine you're you're 35 years old. And you're you're gonna want to save a thousand bucks a month. I'm just throwing this out, a thousand dollars a month for retirement. And out of that thousand, you want to earmark three hundred of that to college savings. Okay. And you're married. So you could, in theory, put seven hundred dollars into the Roth between you and your spouse, and then put the other three hundred dollars into the Roth for college savings. And then if your kid decides to go to the military or get to full scholarship because they're geniuses or 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 whatever happens th- then you have access to those monies and they're in your Roth it can stay there. So the Roth gives you options. So I would just say I would just say that it's a nice feature. I wouldn't take action on it before I really give some consideration, but it's a nice feature that's baked into that plan. Roth when you when you're when you finally hit retirement, Roth distributions don't count to taxable earnings. So believe it or not, like it really matters what you make in retirement because if you retire prior to 65, you might have to go on to the Affordable Health Care Act, otherwise known as the Obamacare plan. And there's subsidies that are out there. And withdrawing money from a Roth can help you limit those potential impacts that, that would happen to the subsidies. It can help you for the Medicare. It can help you for Social Security. So just know that Roth distributions, they don't contribute to taxable earnings. So they can really, really be interesting. But just remember... On Roth money. So if you're 60 and you put money in, there is a five year rule on IRA withdrawals from the Roth. If you take out any of the gains prior to five years of having been in the account, you're going to have to pay taxes on it. Uh, You can take, again, you can take your principal out at any point, but just really understand here's the other cool feature of the Roth, and this is. You know, I think I think the big one, the big three for me are pretty simple. Number one, earnings grow tax free. Number two, you can get to your principal or use it for first time home purchase or uh, medical expenses or college expenses. But the last that I think is really cool is there's no RMDs. There's no required minimum distributions. I can't tell you how powerful that is. It it seems hard to imagine, but Eventually, you're going to get to 72, and when you get to 72, life's going to change a little bit. You might not need all your money. You might you might be really comfortable where you're at, but if you're in a situation where the government's telling you how much you have to take from your accounts and when you have to take from your accounts, and all of a sudden you have to pay taxes on all this money, it can be a real planning challenge. And we plan for RMDs constantly um, as an advisor. Most advisors do. I'm not alone in that area, I don't think. But if you have a Roth, you don't have to do that. You can just leave the money there to grow, to grow tax free. It's really cool. I mean, think about it in this sense, even from a taxation perspective, as we kind of get into there, because a lot of people say, well, that's cool. But, you know, who cares? Who really cares? I don't pay that much in taxes. Well, until you want to buy an RV or you have to take out $20,000 or $30,000 for a car or you got to put a roof on or, you know, all the other things that come up. It's nice to have the flexibility of having a bucket of dollars that are tax free. But remember the rules. Remember, their earnings have to stay in there for five years. So it's not like it's a short-term thing. And again, if you're not working, it becomes more of a challenge because you're going to have to pay taxes on the dollars to, to move them. But I do think I do think most people really benefit from having a Roth IRA. I think they I think the benefits really outweigh the cons. I, I love the benefit of tax free growth and all the other flexibility uh, as opposed to taking a, de- a distribution. Or I'm sorry, a, de- a deduction on your taxes today. I mean, I like a deduction. It's it's great. It feels really good in the moment. But you know, it's like a lot of things. It's kind of like eating a donut. Like I love donuts. I probably shouldn't use that example, but you know, if there's a donut shop, we're gonna stop. In fact, when we're on vacation, so when I go out with my family, when we drive by a Krispy Kreme, if the lights on, the rule in our car is we have to stop. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's like eight in the morning, two in the afternoon, or ten o'clock at night. If the light is on at Krispy Kreme, we gotta stop. It's part of our our vacation tradition, and you know, we just love it. But I don't. I should probably just get one and I'd feel fine, but I just can't do it. I've got to get like whole milk and I've got to get this donuts, but I can't get one. I got to get two or three because they're so stinking good. And then I feel terrible afterwards. So taking a deduction on your on your IRAs can feel like that sometimes. You can make that contribution to an IRA. It's gonna feel really good in the moment because you're gonna save money on taxes, but you're gonna to have to pay it back. I mean, I don't know if you knew this or not, but just because you get you're just delaying your taxes on an IRA, you're doing what's called tax deferral, not tax-free, tax deferral. So it, it's kind of like eating the eating two or three donuts. It feels really good in the moment, and you kind of have a bellyache afterwards. So a Roth, you don't have that. You, you sort of like, you just run on the treadmill. It didn't feel great in the moment. I mean, some people say it does, but I just think they're crazy. But but it feels good afterwards and you have good impacts forever and ever around it. So I would just say that the Roth is one of those things where it's just a little bit more of a a deliberate investment on the front end, but long-term huge benefits. So do you need a Roth? Yeah, why not? You should have a Roth. If you have financial capital, it probably makes sense to have one. How much you should have in there and how much you should convert? Well, that's a big question. That's why working with a financial advisor does make some sense in this case. And you don't have to. Go out and Google this stuff if you want to learn about it on your own. There's a ton of great Roth information that's out there. In fact, on our website at um, retirementplanningguide.com, you can download our retirement questionnaire, our retirement kit, and it'll help you make heads or tails of this stuff. So, you know, if, if you don't see the link on there, just go to the ask and ask for it. We'll send it over to you. But there's there's some great information on there. And speaking about our website at retirementplanningguide.com, we have a newsletter that we send out every weekend. And it's just a retirement tip. We send one retirement tip per week and maybe a, a link to a blog article. We don't spam anybody. I really encourage you, if you like, to just keep up and have something that's really easy to digest Take advantage of that. Take advantage and get get the retirement tip per week. There's some really good stuff. Some of them are whimsical. Most of them are actionable, and they're really good. Hey, um, if you like our show, please like it and subscribe and share with your friends. We're we're growing our audience faster than I could imagine. It's a lot of fun, and um, it's good to get the word out. So we appreciate you listening. Folks, uh, I'm the Retirement Planning Guy. This is our podcast. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much for tuning in.
0: We appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. Be sure to visit retirementplanningguy.com to access additional information, including our free retirement planning kit to help you live an awesome retirement. Take the first step to living the life you've always imagined with the Retirement Planning Guy. Opinions voiced in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives. Information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional. We are not affiliated with Social Security or any governmental agency. New River Financial Group, LLC, is a registered investment advisor offering advisory services in the state of Virginia and other jurisdictions where exempted. New River Financial Group, LLC, doing business as Martin Wealth Solutions. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value.